Hi everyone, it's Dan, your host here with How to College First Gen. In this episode, I interview two first gens about their experiences living on and off campus. First up, we have Tian, who will tell us about his brief experience living off campus and commuting to college all four years. Then we'll hear from Quina, who attended two different colleges, both with different living situations, and she'll talk about her experiences living on and off campus. Me, personally, I lived on and off campus, and I just think it's interesting to see what nuances I noticed just from my own experience. I'm really curious to see what they notice as well. So with that, we'll just jump right in. Hey, Tian, it's nice to have you on the podcast. Can you briefly mention what college did you graduate from? I graduated from Case Western Reserve University back in spring 2020. You're a graduate from college who commuted all four years. So I really just want to go back to the beginning and just ask those about that experience. Going all the way back, when you were applying to college, how much did you think about what your living situation was going to be? I didn't think about it too much, but I also never considered the possibility of living on campus. You know how generally when you're applying to college, they're like, hey, apply to as many schools as possible, you know, have a fallback plan. I didn't do that. I applied to one college, fairly sure that I would get in, and then I did. I guess I already had like a preconceived notion of how I would handle the commuting process or just the living process in general there. The only reason I I applied there was because of the scholarship that was associated with the internship that I was doing at the time, where you got into the college, they would basically give you a mostly full ride. That's awesome. Did it include room and board? It did not. That's also why I'd never live on the campus, just because I didn't really have that option. I guess it wasn't exactly a choice on my part. It was just what I had to do. For your commute, how far away was Case from where you live? A train trip took anywhere from 20 minutes to about 40, um, depending, and then driving around 20. How did you feel about the fact that you were commuting to college? You thought about commuting a little bit before you committed to Case? Let's look back at our high school track. We were basically commuting those four years. So nothing exactly changed on, on my end in, in terms of like my morning routines, aside from finally actually driving to the school. You grow up in Cleveland, you go to school because we were on the west side and we went to school on the east side. So taking the the RTA was very ingrained in our blood. There wasn't really much thought in, in that department as opposed to just, okay, I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. Do you feel like anything changed at home because you were finally in college? If we did conventional high school, something would have changed, but we did college plus classes. So we were at Cleveland State a lot. All of my time was at Cleveland State. So I had already really been exposed to kind of college lifestyle. So really moving over to Case, almost nothing changed aside from harder classes and more gray hairs. The fact that you took classes on college campuses before actually going to college like helps with that transition. And you were already commuting the whole time, so like it didn't feel too new. If anyone was considering commuting to a college, like do you feel like there are any benefits of commuting to college? Aside from money, I guess it's a bit more freedom. You really do have control of what your life will be outside of college, and there even is a life outside of college. I, feel, I, I don't know about you, but for at least a lot of kids in, in freshman year of case that I talked to, you know, college was very much their life. One day I, we were walking and I said, okay, guys, I'm going to go home. They're like, wait, what is he talking about? Back, you mean back to your dorm? And I was like, no, I'm going to hop on the RTA and go home. They were like, I wish I could go home. But also, I guess it's just different. Did you like live on campus? 
I lived on campus the first two years, and then the second two years I lived off campus but nearby. So it's not the same. Something that I heard you say was this idea that like there was a separation between when you were at school and when you were home. For the people who lived on campus, which is something I agree with, like you're just immersed in that environment. College is all around. People are studying at like two in the morning. There are parties, all the dorms, the campus building. So you're just surrounded by that. And that can be kind of stressful. But when you can remove yourself from that like kind of like when you go to work like if you are home and then you go to work and then you come home like you left work at work and you you didn't bring it home necessarily so i think it's kind of interesting that you brought that up being able to like step away from from campus remove yourself from it a bit yeah absolutely true but also that creates issues with i feel like maybe a a commitment to the to the schoolwork and just your general study because yeah yeah if you're in college and you're on campus you're living there you you are there to study and you know everything you're doing should at least point to either what self-development or getting your degree and i didn't really have i guess any any pressures or conditions that would have helped me or helped give me a push uh in that regard it was kind of just okay i go to class and then i back up my bags and i go home and i go okay i gotta teach myself all this curriculum now so i feel like if i had actually lived on campus instead of commuting maybe i would have been forced to go to a study session or two yeah, so now you're kind of getting into it already, but other than like what we may have talked about as some potential benefits of community college, like even if you want to save money or if you really needed that separation to like help give a better work-life balance in a way, I wanted to kind of get into what do you think were some of the challenges you faced and do you think some of them could have been rooted in the fact that you commuted to college? I would just say the overall commitment to actually getting your studies done. Yeah, I think if I actually lived on campus, I would have, like I guess I'd been forced to make some type of friend group to study with. And because I was commuting, I just, I just wanted to go home when I was done. I definitely hear you. Like when you're not on campus, like you're not around those resources. Cause like when you're at home, like it's just whatever is available online, which isn't much. I feel like now there's more stuff online because of the pandemic. But if you're not on campus, it's not like you can go to office hours or go to the study center or the career center or go like hang out in some person's dorm you're just like you're there and then you're not and you can choose to stay how long you stay when you're on campus but you know eventually you gotta go home do you feel like your experiences living on campus were like invaluable to the person you are now like do you, do you think you would have turned out differently if you had commuted I definitely think so. so. Kind of going back to what I mentioned earlier, like when I was living on and off campus, because I was close, it didn't like impact my access to certain resources. But what I noticed is like dorms are like a really unique space where like, yeah, you're living somewhere. Yeah, it might be a small room and you have roommates, but being forced to live with new people forces you to like, hopefully make some meaningful friendships and also just learn how to be around others. You want to get married, like you have to live with your partner. It's 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 just like a good like life experience to have. And then also like when I moved off campus, I realized like, oh, like security is different. The only security between me and the outside, it's like the two doors between, you know, my front door of my apartment and like the door to my apartment. So I, I felt very aware of like the difference in like safety. Like I felt safe, but like I knew that like when I'm on campus, there's no one can get into the dorm unless they have an ID. There's a security guard. There's levels of like police on campus. So that's, that's one thing I noticed. Also like there were tons of like free food events and like activities. When I'm in my apartment, it's just me and like, you know, if I have Netflix or something from, so those were like the most obvious things. It's just like not feeling like I was part of a community. Like I think it definitely helps me become more social. If you were going to give advice to someone who was planning on commuting to college, like what advice would that be? Figure out what type of person you are and how much it's going to cost. 
If you're you're a social person and you have the, the funds to do it, probably a no-brainer. If you're more of an introvert and you are used to you know your home life, give it some consideration. It it might, you know, help you grow as a person. Definitely would have helped me if I had, had the option to to live on campus. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on our podcast, Tian. Thank you. So we just heard from Tian, so now let's hear from Quina. Hi, Karina. It's so nice to have you on our podcast. Would you like to briefly introduce yourself to everyone? Hi, everyone. My name is Quina, and I'm actually from Houston, Texas, but I recently graduated from Davidson College, which is located slightly outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And in the coming months, I'll be starting medical school at Wake Forest School of Medicine, which is only an hour or so away from where I currently live. So that is definitely very exciting. I come from a first-gen low-income background. Actually, I'm the first in my family to go to college and to graduate from college. And obviously, I'll be the first in my family to go on to med school. So yeah, that's a little bit about myself. Awesome. Thank you for that. Okay, Queen. So, you know, you mentioned that you lived in Houston, Texas, and then you went all the way to North Carolina to go to college. So digging more into like this topic. Was it like a no-brainer that you were going to go far away for school, that you were going to like have to live on campus, or was it just like just something that happened? Like, How would you explain your process of when you were applying to college? For me, I wanted to get as far away from my family as possible. <laughs> I, I'm personally not very close to my family, and starting college, I wanted basically like a fresh start. And thinking about going to college and where I was going to live, I never really gave it too much thought. I just thought that everyone lived on campus. I didn't really know how I worked. I remember for senior year of high school, my English teacher had brought in some alum of the high school to just talk to us about college life and things to expect. And they started talking about living situations. I was like, wait, why do I have to think about that? They don't take care of that for us already. So that was definitely like kind of, I guess, surprising for me to have to figure out living situation. And when I got to Rutgers, um, I didn't really think too much about it. Just whatever they had offered, I took. So, of course, because of that, I lived on campus. And I think as a first year, if you're given the opportunity and where if you have the resources living on campus would be a very good option because you're already surrounded by a group of people that it's just easier for you to to interact with them and to run into them and perhaps hang out. Um, creates more of a social life compared to living off campus from the start. But of course, there's also the financial side. So like if you choose to live off campus, um, saves you a whole bunch of money. So there's definitely the plus side to that. Yeah, for sure. So like when you lived at Rutgers, did you have roommates your freshman year? I did. I had actually two roommates because I had switched dorms. So my first dorm was when I was choosing where to live, I didn't really look into like, like where most of my classes are going to be compared to where I was going to live. And Rutgers is huge. It has like 40,000 undergrads, 60,000, including grad students total expanding four campuses. And so I actually lived at the campus. I was farthest away from my classes. So after a few weeks of that, I realized that that wasn't going to work. I wasn't going to ride the bus to go across school and be late for my classes just simply because of how crowded buses were and how inefficient the system was. So yeah, I moved to a campus that was a lot closer to my classes and got a new roommate as well in the process. 
That's so interesting. Like, I know there's really big universities, but like I feel like sometimes I forget how like how complicated that can get. How are your roommate situations? For my roommate situation, my very first roommate, we had met each other, I think, through like maybe Facebook because we were both in the Rutgers Facebook group. Or maybe there was another portal or application of some sort. I don't quite remember. It's been a while. But I do remember reaching out to my first roommate and we because we found each other. It wasn't just like random. And after chatting, we found out that we had similar interests, which was neat. And that's why we decided to room together. But when we actually lived together, she had already established some other friends. And so we rarely got to hang out. <laughs> So like, even though we had similar interests, we didn't become like super close friends. We were just really good roommates. When you had your other roommate, was it just like, oh, hi, I'm just crashing into this new empty space. There's no like friendship or anything. Yeah. So with my second roommate, because I had requested a dorm change, they just put me into a double room where there was only one person. So I basically just joined this this other student's room. And we ended up becoming pretty good friends. Although I do have to say we had different lifestyle habits, different acceptable levels of cleanliness. Yeah, that's that's definitely something to think about. Living on campus, like finding a roommate, a roommate that works. And sometimes you have a great roommate, sometimes you have a bad one. Yeah, def- differences in lifestyle is also really interesting. Like some people, it's like their first time doing their laundry. <laughs> But okay, so, you know, we kind of talked through, like, your first year, and then you moved on to go to Davidson College, right? So what was the dorm life like there? Was it any different than Rutgers, or what else about the campus environment was different for you? So Davidson is definitely very, very different from Rutgers. They're, like, very different in size. Rutgers, it's around 40,000 undergrad. Um, Meanwhile, Davidson was smaller than my high school. It has less than 2,000 students because it's a small liberal arts school. And Davidson is a residential college. And I believe around 90 to 95% of students actually live on campus and only a small handful of people choose to live off campus. So there, because of that, there's definitely like a greater sense of community. And the difference between the two, I would say that once I got to Davidson, where I live was much nicer than Rutgers. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe not much nicer, but it was just a lot more convenient for me, like the location of where exactly I lived. So I lived on the first floor and my building had a kitchen and right next to where I lived, there was a printer and then across the hall, there was a laundry room. So super, super convenient compared to Rutgers. It's the second place I moved to. The building was like 10, 12 floors high and I was on the sixth floor. So whenever I had to do laundry, it was a big hassle. Like I have to drag my laundry all the way down to the basement to do them. So I definitely enjoyed my living experience at Davidson better. No, I, I think it's good that you brought it up. When you're living in a house, you're already used to like the, the layout. Like you have your laundry, you have your food, your kitchen, like all the things you would need in a home, right? But then when you go to college, some of those things are kind of like taken away. Or, like they're just like different. Laundry being in the basement or your dorm might not have a kitchen, like there might be a community kitchen and there are like other like random quirks, right? So just cause, or like if you have a meal plan, you're not expected to like cook. 
But if you like move off campus, you have an apartment, you probably have a kitchen again. And you also mentioned that you lived off campus. So when did you decide that? And how is that different from living on campus? So living off campus, I decided to live off campus because I realized that I could pay like half the rent that I would pay if I stayed on campus. So at Davidson, I was very fortunate that I got practically a full ride um, through financial aid. And so with with the financial aid side of things, your cost of attendance includes your tuition, includes your living expenses and food. And no matter whether you lived on campus or off campus, they would give you the same amount of funds. So even though I would move off campus and I would still like share a room with a roommate, my cost would be, say, only $400 compared to about $900 on campus. So whenever you live off campus and you have that leftover money that you would have used if you stayed on campus, financial aid would reimburse you, would refund you that money anyway. So you have this pot of money that you can spend regardless of what you want to do. If you have any leftover, you don't have to give it back. So with that in mind, I was like, well, it definitely makes more sense for me to live off campus. Why not? I can save like another grand or so for living expenses, if my family has an emergency or if I have an emergency, I don't have to be super stressed and things would be okay. So that was my main deciding factor in living off campus. But I would say that with living off campus, because Davidson was such a residential community and everyone stayed on campus, it was a little harder to be as social. You have to kind of go out of your way to meet up with friends, especially for me, since I didn't have a car, I biked to campus every day. And so it was a little harder and it took more to motivate me to go on campus compared to someone who could drive. So I think those were definitely the main differences. It's interesting you bring up, you mentioned that you like bike to campus. Like how far away did you end up living when you moved off campus? Yeah. So driving wise, it was only about, I would say five minutes, but biking, it was around 10 minutes, but going to school, it was practically completely uphill. So it was quite a bike ride. (laughs) Oh, I could imagine. And and yeah, that's kind of something that I wanted to get at. You've had a lot of diverse experiences, uh, which I think is really unique for someone. Like the fact that you won, like transferred, but you went from like a really large school to a much smaller school. And then even then, like just the differences between them are so great. So something I was thinking about, as you mentioned, it was a little harder for you to commit going to campus when you didn't have to. So like, do you feel like when you moved off campus, you... Do you feel like you were more intentional about like how long you stayed on campus? Like, did you decide like, okay, I'm only going home one time a day, or you're you're only you're there and then you're gone? Like, you're not gonna like come back multiple times. I would say that was definitely the case most of the time. I try to not have to go back and forth. So once I leave campus, I'm done for the day, which can kind of be problematic sometimes because I remember this one time. It was very recently after I started living off campus and I had organic chemistry, which was super hard. And I really needed and really wanted to go to tutoring services on campus. The tutoring services are offered in the library. And if I needed it, I would have to go all the way to the library. I didn't want to go back to school. So I ended up struggling for like two hours on this problem that the next day I talked to a professor for like 10 minutes on and it was done. 
like living off campus, I de- was definitely a lot more intentional about when I was on campus, when I would be off campus, and whether or not I would go back after I leave. Yeah, that's interesting. Something I was talking to Dan was how he would just be there for his classes and leave. Even though we were like a lot closer to campus than he was, there's still this divide of living on and off campus and like the environment that it creates. I think even for some colleges, the tutoring services could even be offered inside of the dorm. And it's also interesting hearing like how that not affected you in like a negative way, but just something to like navigate. If you wanted to get the tutoring help that may have been like at the evening, like do you stay on campus for more hours than you need to and just like sit around or do you go home and make the second trip? Yeah, absolutely. When I lived on campus, it was super convenient for me just to like walk to the academic buildings like right in front of me. It would take me just like maybe three minutes to get to the library where I lived. So that was definitely a big change from living off campus. Especially with the pandemic, I started going to school less. I scheduled my classes such that I had only needed to go in Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, I wouldn't even bother going to school unless I had an extracurricular commitment that needed to be in person. So pandemic limited my social interaction. That's a good point. That's like a whole other layer to it too. Pandemic just forces you to be like even more intentional. But but yeah, you mentioned like extracurricular. So like, I guess before the pandemic happened, did you like end up cutting back on your extracurriculars because of like moving off campus or do you feel like you were still as involved as you were when you lived on campus? I would say that in terms of extracurriculars, I was just about as equally involved, if not more being off campus, because that gave me like my own space to think through things. And with meetings, I feel like with Zoom, like you have to be more present compared to being in person. Like, I feel like sometimes being in person, I can just show up and then I can get credit for something rather than being on Zoom and being more intentional with the things that I say and suggest. With that being said, I think I was also a lot more mindful about the extracurriculars that I selected in college to not stretch myself out too thin. Because while I was in high school and even at Rutgers, I like overcommitted and it was just not very healthy for me physically and mentally. So once I got to Davidson, I made sure to only select a handful of things to become involved in. And I remember my first year, I had actually realized at the end of the year that I committed too much too much leadership position. So I ended up dropping one. And that was a great decision. Yeah, I don't feel like there was too much change between on and off campus extracurricular commitment, besides the fact that after the pandemic started, and with me being off campus, I felt like I was a little more present. Did you stay on the meal plan when you moved off campus or did you opt out of it and like do something else with your refund? At Davidson, under regular circumstances, you can't completely not have a meal plan. The lowest that you can go is 75 meals a year. So my first year living off campus while I was at Davidson, I went to the lowest possible just because I knew that I would have the option to cook. And Davidson also has this really cool center called Louisville's Resource Center. It's targeted for like low-income students, but anyone on campus who would need those resources, such as like food, professional clothing, textbooks, etc. So I went there to shop just about every week, brought home food. With that in mind, I knew that I didn't need as many meals. In addition, I joined an eating house on Davidson. So eating houses, I think, are kind of unique to Davidson. It's it's more like a place where you can go eat together 
Um, it's quite literally how it sounds like. It's a house for eating. There are also social aspects. Um, so with those in mind, I definitely lowered my meal plan. And plus, lowering my meal plan would allow me to get a fatter refund. And that was nice. Once the pandemic hit my second year of living off campus, Davidson allowed for off-campus students to not have any meal plans at all. For me, I actually opted out of the meal plan my sophomore year, even though I lived on campus. And then I, so I would like go to the retail places on campus, but then also like cook. And then junior and senior year, I was like off both meal and housing. So was like cooking stressful or like did you do it often or how do you feel like you navigated that? So initially, my cooking mainly consisted of microwaving and heating up frozen things. <laughs> and that was partly because a lot of the foods that Louisville's offered was frozen and were canned just because they stored better. But as time went on, I started cooking more. And it's also more fun to cook when you're not just cooking for yourself. Personally, I feel like it's kind of sad for me to have to just cook for myself and then eat the same thing for the next three meals because I can't just cook for one portion because it would still like take the same number of pots and dishes. So might as well just cook more. I guess once I made it more of a thing to cook with my roommates, it made cooking more enjoyable and it was a lot more fun that way. So I do have to say because I lived off campus and I shifted to cooking more on my own, that like if I wanted to get meals with friends on campus, it became something that was like more intentional that I had to think about. Plus, since I'm not on the meal plan, that I would have to pay out of pocket for them as opposed to just swiping my card and saying, oh, I'm going to eat a meal today. In all these situations, there's like, it's like the different conveniences, pros and cons, I would say, to both situations. So some things that I've heard you mention, the pro of like living off campus for you is one, the refund that you could like stretch a lot better. And also, I guess another pro is like, you know, you just have like more options, like more, more space to yourself. Maybe not a con, but like an opportunity cost is cooking for yourself instead of just like showing up to a, a buffet dining hall or like getting some prepackaged food like ready to go. And, and then also, yeah, like that's like more time that you have to spend like not with friends or thinking about like, okay, when am I cooking at home versus when am I like going to go back to campus? I think for me too, cooking at first, when I first started living off campus, it became this like big hassle thing in my head. And therefore I was less inclined to do it. But with time, rather than like trying to think in my head, oh, instead of cooking, I could be studying. Instead of cooking, I can be hanging out with friends. Um, once I shifted my mindset to thinking, oh, well, I have to cook to eat, that made things a little better <laughs> rather than it just being, oh, I could be doing this with my time instead. Do you feel like there were any other benefits from your experiences like living on campus? For me, living on campus was a positive experience in that it was a lot closer to everyone. So it was just easier to engage in the social scene and to run into friends. And it was a lot more convenient, especially with a meal plan. I can just hop on over to the dining hall to eat. And if I want to study at this certain location, I can just walk over to the building. And the biggest thing about like living on campus for me is just is convenience and proximity. Yeah, I think I got what you're saying. Like the, the proximity, the convenience, it just like makes being a student a lot easier. And, and another thing too, which you kind of touched on earlier was 
It also helps you like access resources. You mentioned living off campus. There might be some more hesitation. Go to office hours or like the tutoring center or, or even to the library in the evening to study. And then, yeah, like for living off campus, what do you think were some of the biggest perks for you? The biggest perks for living off campus would be monetary side in terms of the refund. I think it also gives me some flexibility in terms of how I want to live and where I want to live rather than living in a dorm room where I would share room with someone else or even in a single room confined to the space of a large closet. I would much rather live off campus, have my own space, have my own living space, have my own kitchen. So I think those are definitely some perks. I think living off campus also like opens you up to like a bigger world because you're no longer just at school. You're, you exist a little outside of the school bubble. So um, at Davidson, we like to say that like on campus, we have like this Davidson bubble. And so living off campus, it kind of gives a little more reality check sometimes to realize that, oh, not like the entirety of Davidson or the entirety of um, North Carolina even <laughs> is like this, that like this is the outer world and um, this is what it looks like. I can relate to that too. Even like just noticing and in the second two years I lived off campus and I actually lived like fairly close to campus. Like it didn't change my commute to classes very much. It just like helped me realize like, oh wait, like there are so many things that are very specific to Penn. Like for example, our the police presence on our campus. Like we had like I think three layers of police systems that would be on campus. When I moved off campus I instantly felt that difference. Like seeing less police officers not that it was overwhelming but like you just know like okay like you don't swipe into your house you you know use a key <laughs> use a key there's a lock like that's it there isn't a security guard standing in, at the front of my door little things like that i thought were interesting um and then also like the people like you just see more people from like the community rather than a whole bunch of people wearing pajama pants <laughs> to go to class what do you think were some challenges living on and off campus? I think living on campus, some cons to that would be like not having your own space, feeling like if you need some, you know, some personal time, you can't be on your own. Um, So that would definitely be a con. I would say not being able to have like other personal spaces, such as like a living space or a kitchen to cook on your own would also be a con. The cons of living off campus would be the distance and the inconvenience of trying to get to campus and also just a small less of a social life just because by default you're further away from everyone else and you don't run into people as much. And if you don't have a car, living off campus can seem a little harder compared to if you have a car and you can drive. And there's something that you mentioned that I just wanted to, like, kind of like a follow-up camera. You mentioned when you're on campus, you feel like you don't have, like, your own space. So, like, just this idea of, like, kind of like a work-life balance or, like, a separation between, like, school and, like, your life and, like, yourself. So, like, when you're on a campus, you're kind of just, like, always enmeshed in, like, the college environment. Whereas, like, when you're off campus or if you're commuting, like, you can kind of like separate the two. Like you're not always surrounded by students. 
if you were commuting to work and then coming home, like you don't take work home with you, for example. So I don't know if that like resonates with you, but do you feel like that played a role in any of your experiences? That feeling of like not separating like school from life? I think ideally living off campus was how I imagine like there being a separation, a more separation between school and like personal life. But for me, I was not the best student. So I feel like the two meshed together a lot anyway. And once the pandemic started, once classes started being more on Zoom, that definitely became the case. School and personal life mesh together just about all the time. That's definitely something that I look forward to changing and to creating more separation when I live um, in Winston-Salem from medical school. And if people aren't familiar, whenever you're in grad school, there are typically not dorms allocated for you to live in. So just about anyone, everyone who goes there has to find their own housing. So I'll be living off campus again when I go to school. Well, and congrats again on getting into medical school. That's awesome. One last question I wanted to ask you is, you know, if you were to give anyone advice who's trying to make a decision about living on or off campus, what do you think that advice would be? I think it really depends on what the person prioritizes and also whether money is an issue. For me, I am pretty concerned about money. So living off campus made a lot of sense for me so that I could support myself and not have to worry about emergency expenses that come up. But I would say if you really prioritize and value social interactions and want to feel more included, the activities that go on on campus, definitely live on campus instead. You'll have a more robust on-campus experience, especially if you go to a school like Davidson, where it's like a small liberal arts school or even like a residential college. That will, by default, be the experience that your peers will have. So you'll feel more included and you'll feel like more a part of the college community as opposed to living off campus. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Queen. I really appreciate hearing your insight into like all these different experiences that you got to have in college. So yeah, thank you again for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. So I hope you got to see some of the similarities and differences between Quina and Tian's stories. It was really interesting to hear from Quina's perspective just how even being slightly away from campus, there was this like barrier to access resources, which Tian was well aware of. Um, and it's something even I noticed too when I moved off campus. So as you continue to think about living on and off campus, just continue to reflect like how important accessing university's resources will be to you as well as the other pros and cons, for example, cooking, commuting, being part of a campus community, all those things might come into consideration for you as you consider to live on and off campus. So just keep that in mind. Thank you for listening to our podcast and tune in next time.